Welcome, everybody. This is How to English with Gavin M. It's a podcast about teaching and learning English as a foreign language. All opinions stated are personal, and source materials will be referenced where possible. Hi, Em. Hello, Gav. How you doing? Very well. Glad it's Friday. Yay! So sound a bit happier. I'm really happy. I'm, I have a fantastic day, and I'm really excited about this week's episode. What's this week? Well, before we even start this week, we oh. need to talk about last week. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. What was last week? Well, last week was、uh, self care. Yeah. And. Maybe we just missed、uh, a couple of points.、Uh-huh. Um, Have you had some little tips or something? We've had some feedback, but also we, it did occur to me that we didn't talk about sleep. Oh yeah, that's quite a big one, isn't it? Yes, it's very important. So yeah, so、um, <laughs> just if we could just rewind、um, exactly and、uh, get lots of sleep. That was what I would add to、mm. to the previous episode. Yes. So yeah, sleep. Uh, what seven hours is it optimum? Oh, eight say, hours. Eight, if you can get it. Yeah, which means what? It means making sure you sort of have a routine and、yes. you're not looking at your phone all night. Exactly. Checking messages, writing to students, whatever. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. And then maybe like we said about timetable. If you're not a very good person, like <laughs> if you're not a, an early bird, not、yes. like if you're not a good person, but if you're not an early bird, maybe. Think about restructuring your timetable if possible. Yeah, and not、so. not only for teachers but also for learners. Yeah, I didn't say one or the other. You said something about teachers. Oh yeah, timetable. But timetables are for students as yes, well. Yes, your schedule. That's but, it. Yes, so look at your schedule and see,、um, yeah. and maybe include a nap during the day, especially、mm-hmm. in the summer because it gets pretty hot. Yeah, I still、places. think getting those like eight hours at night though is the one you should go for. Really, plus a little nap, it, it it could be good too. Okay. We have had、um, a bit of feedback. So Azubal said、um, going running, and she's done a bit of she's dabbling with baking. Yes, she mentioned chocolate caramel tart. <gasps> oh my god! Fruit pies. That is nice. Crumble and pizza. Yeah, which sounds absolutely、mm. delightful, mouth watering. I'm drooling. And、um, I think we got something from English Journey podcast.、Um, so check them out if you don't know them.、Um, Self care for them means、um, making face masks. Oh. And、um, listening to good podcasts. That's a very good point, though. We didn't mention the masks. We got to mention the masks if you're、that. going out and about, if you're in companies or schools with lots of. People. Exactly. Follow the guidelines. Look after. Well, yeah, guidelines. But even if there are no guidelines, because a lot of countries now are like saying it's optional. Okay. And I think it's an important thing to wear it if you want to wear it. That, that's your decision. I agree.、Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd probably keep wearing mine on and off. I will, especially on public transport. Even、yes. if nobody else is, I'm <laughs>、okay. going to just be the one wearing it because I'm, you know. Yeah. I'm going to protect myself and others. Oh, okay, okay. So that's it. That's a bit of advice. It's only my opinion. Yeah. It's, yeah. Again, it's only your our opinions. <laughs> All right. Very good. So yeah. So、um, as everybody already knows, this episode is、uh, 
going to be well it's episode 29 how does everybody so excited because they've read the title already oh yeah i guess if you're clicking on it you know what it is it is yeah exactly so it's a bit cryptic isn't it our title it is Mm. it's um q and a questions and answers with g and e gav and m q and a with g and e yeah that's an explanation we haven't got a g and t no yet yet (laughs) yet it is friday i'm I mean, it is Friday. Not for some people. It could be. It could mean? be any day of the week. <laughs> I don't know why you keep I was saying it's thinking, Friday. Mate, not it's every... not Friday. For is it different in different countries it's on not, Friday? No, not you live. mean people could be listening to this at any time of the yes, week exactly. on any day. Exactly. But I think right now at this moment it's Friday for everyone, isn't it? Oh, maybe not. Uh, if you're in Australia. Oh, this getting really complicated now. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to all the Australian listeners if it's Saturday. <laughs> Have a nice Saturday. Okay. So uh, ju- we're going to jump straight in. Um, we've had plenty of questions. Um, and there are no bad questions, are there, Gav? Never. We should just mention that. All questions are good questions. And in fact, we just got brilliant questions from all of our, I, I guess they're listeners, or maybe they just like the advert. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that'd be nice. Like, if, if you have a question, then listen to the answer. That's good. Well, I hope they're tuning in. If they haven't tuned in, then, well, everybody else could enjoy the answers. But um, I'm going to start with uh, Eliza Ferry. Um, Apologies for the entire podcast for the really bad pronunciation of your um, handles online. Mm. Um, Her question was, how do you encourage students to participate in classes and take part in learning? Mm. Have you got something for us? Well... Um, personally, I try to make the environment in the classroom, in the room, as engaging as possible, as Mm -hmm. fun as possible. It's a bit like when you create something that's so fun that nobody wants to not participate. Like, everybody wants to participate. Ah, okay. It's like you're missing out if you don't participate. So be big and loud and excited, full of energy. Yeah, the energy thing. um, Obviously, the activity is quite important as well. But anything, really, even if it's just a gap-filling thing, just put a little bit of personality into it Mm -hmm. so that there's some jokes, so that there's some conversation, so that you're all kind of having a fun time with mm-hmm. it. And that is hard. You know, It's you've got to create that as a teacher and yes. get that energy going. But it's, it's so, like, if you've got that happening, mm-hmm. nobody wants to sit back. So if you believe opinion. it, then they will believe it. Yeah. And just apply that to everything. Like, it doesn't have to be a boring exercise, I think. Like, you've done techniques where you get students to nominate each other for answering questions. engagement. You can do that in a fun way. Like, you can even make that in itself a game so that there's a game within something like a boring checking answers thing. Game within a game. Well, yeah, like, I don't know what, a word game where you've got to say a fruit and the person who can't think of a fruit, the last person to think of a fruit, has to answer, you know, the... Oh, okay. That sounds really stressful, but okay. So, so we're we're sort of lifting the energy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because the words come to me like enthusiasm, energy. I get. I do lots of sort of. Um. I make sure when I pair students together or put groups together, that they work well together. I think Mm. we talked about this before. We did. But just don't pair students who you know are not going to get on. Just. If you if you want it to go well, make it easy for you, make it easy for them, yeah. prepare however you can and think about the topics that you use as well. 
has mm-hmm. to be things that they're interested in or you think you can generate enough interest in. Yes. But as you said, if you show that you're interested, there's a good chance they'll follow you. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely, it works. And um, what you, you said about um, topics was good. Making sure, like, if you don't know the class very well, that's quite hard. Yeah. It can be tricky. Uh, definitely if you like it, that's good because you'll have the energy. Yes. What was the first thing you said? Uh, the what, first ever? No, the first, on that point, <laughs> what was the first thing you said? Because I thought of something and I forgot Enthusiasm, it. Enthusiasm, pairing, mm. yeah, know, energy. Yeah, pairing, pairing. Groups. Put people together that like each other. Games, that was it. Yes. I know we've said before, but get the games thing at the beginning to keep everyone, like, to to connect everyone. Okay, bonding, so morale. team building, bonding exercises. Okay, yes, yes. And then I think you've got the sort of group as a whole. And... I don't think we can overstate just yeah. how important it is to get the class working together. It's so yeah. important. And, and the final bit about learning um I, I still would say learning happens even if the student and the teacher are not really aware of the these you know the mm. mechanics of the brain absorbing the language and it's generating something mm. exciting but it does happen with lots of practice and and the teacher can always check that learning's happened so they can go back <laughs> And they can say, yeah. okay, so what was this? What was this? Yeah. You know, and just check those things. So don't spend too long sort of forcing the learning to happen. Uh-huh. But it will happen, hopefully, around the activity. If you're having fun, there's lots of yeah. language in there. There's lots of interaction. And hopefully, that's where it's going to happen. Good point. Yep. Doesn't have to be the typical kind of learning situation. Mm-hmm. It can be anything like fun version. Yeah, of, definitely. Yeah. I've had a couple of questions that are kind of related. Mm-hmm. Um, Jump for English has asked about professional development because we're coming up to a sort of training mm-hmm. time of year. And also Dr. Kana um, got in touch and wanted to get some ideas or tips on ELT development. Mm. So if I just mention a couple of things, there's uh, ELT journal from Oxford uh, Academic. What's that? It gives uh, free academic articles, resources for authors and researchers. Um, There's loads of articles on there. There's also short videos and um, discussion studies, researchers stuff. So that's a really good so is link. So it, is it general academic or is it based on, like, is it for teachers? It's for teachers. For and EFL for, for, teachers or yeah, any teacher? Uh, for EFL, ELT, oh, right. academics, anybody that's going deep into the learning uh-huh. uh, on that. So that's really, really exciting. We'll, we'll put loads of notes in the... Show notes. Show notes. notes. In the show notes. Um, and also... I, it's, there's just really lots of good um, links. But one that I really like is uh, the ihteachenglish.com mm-hmm. that's got loads of resources. I think they call it 11 useful online resources. Okay. And one of them includes National Geographic <sighs> Learning Site, which has got um, oh, webinars yeah. recorded on it. And it's so exciting and so interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, these topics are just fascinating for people well that's just a re- a good resource yeah for for anyone yes that's specific to teaching i think the first one yeah that, that was teaching can be on anything it doesn't mm. have to be just all oh, right do you mean just learning about something new yeah. and then you can take that into the classroom you can you could learn yeah. something from it exactly could be okay. good for students good for teachers yeah 
Um, I think as well, training, you know, attend workshops, training if there are any at the place you work yes. or even if there isn't, you can find them in other companies. Yeah. There are a lot of um, companies offer workshops for people that are not part of the you staff. You could probably sign up. You might have to use... pay for it yeah. maybe, but yeah, that's something. Um, do a Delta if you feel like it. Or do, a Celta. Yeah. So Celta or to You've got Tefl and then you've got Celta and then higher than that is Delta. Exactly. A bit pricey, but okay. still it's good for development if that's where you want to go. Exactly. Um, if you don't want to pay, then I would just recommend like peer observation, looking oh. at other teachers, ask your colleagues, mm -hmm. ask them if they don't mind if you can come in and sit down in their lesson and yep. just watch uh, which is always great, and I've learned so much from doing that. Um, so observe as much as you can. Definitely. Listen to podcasts. Yep. Read books if you like it. Definitely. All that. These are all really good tips, Em. Good. Thanks, Gav. Thanks that's for sharing them with us. For. That's yeah. what that's what we're here for <laughs> today, anyway. So what? Have you got any questions? What from our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Andrea. I think Andrea said, uh, or would like to know how much time she should study per week. Okay, to that's, improve a, that's a very good question. English. That, especially for beginners, mm. I think Andrea wanted to know about that. Okay, so Gav, what's your answer? How it's... long is a piece of string? Well, that exactly. Well, well I don't know. I, I quite like 15 minutes a day. Fifteen. Okay, yeah. where did you get that number? I just made it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just like ten minutes doesn't sound like long enough. Twenty <laughs> maybe is a bit excessive. Mm. See, Especially... I've, I've written down thirty minutes. Oh, See, so, maybe, okay. So you've um, doubled up on mm, like that. I would say if you're at the beginning of a language, minimum thirty minutes a week, yeah. a day, a day. But what? But what are we talking? We're, we're talking about focused learning. Like this is my. 30 minutes or by 15 minutes of mm. only doing exclusive English learning but maybe we need to consider oh do you remember episode 26 no we talked about time yeah that might be a good one for Andrea to listen to oh because it's about like creating a routine uh-huh yeah yeah and now this routine it could include other things like I don't know follow your favorite influencer Mm -hmm. So you you kind of just go online, you go to YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, you watch a video, you read an article, suddenly you're doing learning. Yeah, and you don't even realise. You don't it. even realise. That's it. So it doesn't have to be book open yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. It can be go online, look on whatever you want, Pinterest, exactly. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, but I would definitely say like, minimum 30 minutes really okay, okay. but it obviously um in an ideal world it would be hours a day yeah, if you've as, got that time as much as you can exactly. definitely i think that's it isn't it it's that kind of cliche as much as you can yeah and the more you do the faster you'll learn um but what is it like that number that people talk about is it 180 hours or something it takes to learn a level okay i think it's about that so Break that down into whatever small chunks you want. Yeah, I, I agree. And we're not only 
well, let, let's think about in the classroom or active learning with a teacher or with a student's book, however you're doing it, that's, that's one part of your learning. But I still would really encourage students to read a book, mm. read an article, go online, watch videos, listen to stuff, you know, just do as much as you can do. And even if you're only doing 30 minutes a day, it's pushing you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. good. So uh, thank you for that question. And uh, another question was, ah, we've actually got um, Johnny who recorded. Uh, Johnny went to our podcast homepage, um, I think maybe using the app, and he recorded a question that he had. So let's listen to Johnny and then we can answer Johnny's question. Ready? Yeah. Hello. Hey, uh, my name is Johnny and I found you from a Facebook group I made called Freelance Online English Teachers. Have you thought about having other teachers as guests, maybe doing some sort of Q&A to kind of broaden your um, content and maybe let your listeners see how other teachers teach? Aha. Uh-huh. So have we thought about having other teachers we, on our podcast? That is such a really good suggestion. It we, is. We, actually, we have, we've talked about it. We have. And we have decided... We should do that. <laughs> We're going to do it. It's in the pipeline. Johnny, that is a brilliant question. Um, loads of people have reached out to us and asked to either be in the podcast or us to take part in theirs. There's loads of things happening in the near future. Um, if other people are interested, then yeah, please get in touch with us because um, we would like to do that in the coming... Um, decided period of time <laughs> exactly because we yeah. really like to maybe a spin-off we could have a little spin-off ep- mini episode uh-huh. where we're interviewing uh, other teachers and students i don't think we should limit uh, teachers because i'd love to get feedback from students about their learning righto sounds great yeah i can see your enthusiasm <laughs> well you you were the sort of more um into the i don't know you you were definitely the one that convinced me to do this so. I did didn't I I remember that the first episode where you were like uh what's going on well because you really hadn't told me what was going that's on that's true and now you know are you going to continue yeah I love it but okay. you know it's um takes a bit of time for me to get on board with these sort of things <laughs> okay all right well yeah definitely it's something we're thinking about and we hope to uh begin soon mm. all right excellent mm. question just give us time yeah um so Gary Garbutt, Garbutt, sorry, Gary Garbutt, asked about niches, um, which was an interesting question. Niches. How many niches do we have in teaching? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So by niche, do we assume that he's talking about the, what do we call it, this English for specific purposes? Maybe. I'm em- not sure. Episode I'd... two. Yeah. Okay, Gary, go back to episode two, listen to that, yeah. and then come back to this episode. And and we'll continue to say, well, um, I don't know, ESP, yes, English for specific purposes or special purposes. Oh, do you remember? There was one thing we forgot to mention in that episode. What? Um, tourism. All right. 
Fine, Gav. We you didn't mention tourism. Now. God, yeah. that's you've been hanging on to that for a long <laughs> that's time. It's been quite a few weeks now. Um, right, I think yeah, niche is maybe ESP um, for specific English reasons. English for specific, but purposes. I think it, I was thinking of it in a more general way. I mean, I okay. like the question because it is quite open. It is. Um, I was thinking it might be more to you know what are our possibilities for teaching? We can teach kids. We oh. can teach business. We can teach in summer schools. Yep. We can teach online intensives um we can teach exams we can teach perhaps in uh regular schools if you've got the right qualification abroad um university if you want yes so i think it's a very nice idea to think about that as a teacher you know an efl teacher you can really go in a lot of directions Um, and I think it's good at the beginning of your teaching career to try a lot of different things. Yeah. And that helps if you've got maybe a quite demanding timetable that you you just have to do it. Because sure. you don't maybe have a choice, which is what happened to me. Oh. But it helped me then realise what direction I wanted to go in. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> well, I think I realised teaching kids was very demanding mm-hmm. and I wasn't maybe the person for it and mm-hmm. I didn't have the skill set for that. Mm-hmm. So I went in a more business English direction. Is that your choice? I mean, yes, it, it was. Sorry, I didn't mean, was that your choice? I mean, is that, coming back to Gary's question, the niches, is it really you do business or you do kids? I don't know. I think... It makes sense to do one or the other. Maybe some people can do both, but it's enormous amount of materials you need for them both, and they're uh, very different. So okay. I've definitely focused on my business um, materials. Okay, and looked that's at interesting. Books and compiled things. Whereas if you are teaching kids, you really need a, a lot of stuff for that. Yeah, very different stuff. That's same really... with exam. You know, once you know the exam well. You can keep getting you know extra materials that help okay. that exam, and yeah. I just think maybe that's the natural thing that you focus on one thing. Maybe other teachers like to do them all again and just keep that okay. variety going. So either find your niche or be not flexible, kind of agile. Maybe. What's okay. your preference? Um, yeah, adults, um, businessy mm. kind of. But I, I quite like students who just want to chat and uh, want a bit of a challenge, okay. um, that kind of thing. So you know, just you're engaging like looking cons- at higher level? Yeah, yeah, sort of higher level ones. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so I think, again, like coming back to you're, whether you're I've freelance tried, I've tried not. teaching kids, it, it's quite hard. Yeah. But maybe, again, I'm, I'm not the person to do that. And if you're freelance, you can pick and choose your students. It's a good experience, though. It is. Oh, absolutely. I think you have to try it to know if you like it and if yeah. you want to continue. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that question. Niches, it's a good one. I like it very much. Mm. I've got one from Noki and mm-hmm. he asks, uh, how can I improve my pronunciation? That is a very good question. Very common question. Yep. Um, I think you've already said before, Gav, pronunciation is definitely connected to listening episode 13 go back to that <laughs> one no key ready with that. <laughs> i was wow. ready wasn't i <laughs> you're just so prepared today yeah, it's just it's coming straight from my mind i've, I've memorized everything it's not on that bit of paper that's what bit of, there's no bit of paper all right uh yeah so definitely listen as much as you can yes and even copy that um when you're listening to something sing songs you know repeat the the part of the film you've just watched. I like that. That's really good for pronunciation. That's good. And 
I think there are so many YouTube videos that help you with pronunciation. Yes. If you want. Really breaking down the sounds of English. Yeah. Okay. How this... to make them. Exactly. I wrote, um, uh, now, yeah, I have actually written something. I wrote Collins A to Z, but now I've forgotten what it was. So everybody go and have a look at Collins A to Z <laughs> All right. if you want to improve your pronunciation. Also, um, I, I often say to students, choose your favourite person who speaks English and mimic and listen and practice speaking kind of similar to them because mm -hmm. then that's the accent that you'll get or that's the voice that you're going to produce mm -hmm. when you start speaking English. Good so I think it's I think it's good. Yeah. Um, also, uh, yeah, so you could it could be a YouTuber, it could be a podcaster, you could be listening to storybooks. A lot of people just love storybooks, and I think it must subconsciously affect your pronunciation. You end up sounding Do you mean like audio books. Yeah, what did I say? Storybooks. Ah, uh, audio books. Right. Yeah, definitely. That that's a good one. You end up sounding like Stephen Fry, for example. Oh, oh that would be nice. That wouldn't is it? good. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, also learning how to break down words like I was thinking the word exaggeration, and when you see it written down, you need to think about okay, let me break this word down into different parts. We've got exaggeration, and just take your time, slow it down, and then practice it, and then hopefully exaggeration then you'll mm. be able to say the words perfectly that is a very good example but it's a good example of how it's difficult to know what the g sound is in that word that's true so if you didn't know how it sounded you might think it was exaggeration yes and that why is that's why if you just google um how to say or how to yes. pronounce exaggerate and you spell it out there yes. is going to be someone somewhere that said it and it's usually um a good little video that's true. There is on YouTube, You, if you type in yeah. how do I pronounce and then you write the words, it gives you a little video and somebody repeats it. You can have American versions, yeah. you can have the British ones, you can have other accents. Really, really good And practice. we said about dictionaries also have it there written yep. down. Online um, dictionaries usually have that. But I like what you said. I think you do have to look at the words and start at least to try yourself to yeah. learn them and how you think they would sound and have a more of an instinct for yeah. it. And I think often students encounter the word orally. Orally with an A or orally with an O? With an A. Which is they from hear, your ears. Yeah. They hear it first. That's right. And then they come across it maybe written. Mm. Maybe this isn't true. But I, I think um, often they will recognise the sound yeah. and then realise or recognise the written form later. Well, and possibly. English spelling is so hard that sometimes it isn't even recognisable. Sure, okay, um, But then true. those, you're right, those things do tend to connect together. Suddenly yeah. you think, oh, that's that word, I know that word now. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Practice at home, record your own voice, do all of those things. Just practice speaking aloud will, will give you a bit more confidence yeah. Good um, question, with your pronunciation. Okay. Great, okay. Um, there is another one from Noki. How can I understand TV and movies better in English? Well, I think that kind of is the same idea, yeah. maybe. Just, um, well, subtitles. Subtitles. Although you do end up just reading the subtitles, but it, it must help a bit. Um, also, just don't stress if you don't understand everything. Just try to get a general idea of what's happening in the, in the film or the mm -hmm. TV programme. Um, you can always rewind it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe trying something that's a bit easier, um, 
because you kind of there's an idea that you can develop your skills if you choose easier, slower audio or recordings or TV shows. So what you mean, slow it down on your player? You could actually just do that. Yeah, mm. that's a good idea. If it's on YouTube, you can slow it down. Podcasts, you can slow down. I think you can with most apps as well. If you're watching them on your computer, you yeah. can just put it on a slower speed. Um, yeah, so that is that is a good That's thing. another good question. Have yeah. you got any questions then? I'm not sure if I've got any more. Uh, what was... Have you got any? I've got loads of questions. Uh, Should this we one... break this into two episodes, do you think? No, we can do these really quickly. Um, right, okay. Had a question from... Was that another question from Andrea? She said about, should I have a native teacher? I don't know. I haven't heard that one. Andrea, mm. no, you don't need a native teacher. You just need a good teacher. Okay, that was a good answer. And another one is uh, from Anna. Have you ever taught natural conversation English? I think I think all our English is natural conversation. It's just like daily language that you use every day Mm. well it I understand the question though because I think at the beginning when I was teaching I didn't really do much of the small talk at the beginning of the lesson it was just like hello everyone how are you fine thank you right now we're gonna start teaching I'm gonna start teaching you something so this is the book and this is the page and this is the grammar now it's like I don't know maybe 20 minutes of what I'd call chit-chat, yeah, maybe guided chit-chat. Yeah. So it's more of an organic conversation that it, I'm kind of leading. It's still very natural. I it, think, now it is, but I, it wasn't before. Okay, I think the teaching style nowadays, most teachers, is, is quite natural, maybe compared to the past where people were very fixated on the books. I have no idea. Right. How would you know how right. people... I mean, once you go in that room and close the door, who knows what's who knows going what on? Happens? We have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Okay, you'll so buy it. I've I, got... What? Yep. Can I just finish? Please finish. I was just going to say, you know, just natural conversation. Yeah, I've definitely changed my approach a bit more to make it feel like it's a conversation with a direction at the end yes yeah you know, even at the end you kind of reveal this is what we did look everybody oh. you didn't even realize we were practicing get phrases haha <laughs> you know it's that kind of thing i like it okay so that's good hopefully your teacher is gonna give you a very natural everyday english okay Excellent. And then um, question from Peter. How long are you planning to teach English? Should we answer that on three? One, uh, two, two, three. three. Ages. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've done about 15 years. I know you've done something similar. Mm. So, um, yeah, just it's a career choice. Um, we're, uh, I guess, oh, no, I'm not going to talk for you. You tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am, have no desire to change my job. I have no desire to move up the EFL ladder of becoming an ADOS or a DOS or whatever. I don't want my own business. I am really happy teaching everyday students wow. English. I bet um, your students are really happy with you too. I don't know. I okay. hope that's true. But I, I love it. I love this job and it's um, always something new and interesting um, and English is an, a great language, I think, to to study myself. And I second that. Okay. And there is just one final question. I'm sorry, everybody. We'll finish in a second. The final question is from Gav. Gav. And he asks, um, tell us about your pen. <laughs> is this a 
You, Gav? Uh, maybe, yeah. Oh, you want to know about my pen? Yeah. I could talk for a long time about pens. How much time have I got? About 10 seconds. No, I can't do it in 10. Okay, right, give I've us got... your favourite pen. Right, no, can't give you one. I've got two, go, sorry. Go. Um, okay, the Bic four colour. <gasps> Can I say Bic? If you want to sponsor us, Bic, please yeah. do. I'm, I'm happy to uh, receive free pens. Um, Bic pen with four colours. It's got black and blue and green and red. Ooh, fancy. And it is, can I just... You know, you can oh, change the... I know the type you mean. You can change the colour as you go along. Yep, it's great it. for any... I mean, not that I do a lot of marking, but I do like colours uh, on my notes. Okay. Pen 2? Pen 2 is erasable. I mean, it's just the best thing ever. It's an erasable pen. This particular one has a little dinosaur on it. Um, <laughs> because you can't really... I don't know why, but they don't sell them in a kind of... In a grown-up version. I mean, not to say grown-ups don't like dinosaurs. Okay. But if I had the choice, I'd probably get it just plain. But it, well, I'm learning to love the little That's dinosaur. Wonderful. It's got a little dinosaur on it. <laughs> okay, but there, the point is you can write it and then it rubs out and you don't have to that is very use clever. lots of paper. Oh, I like that. Okay, so if, if anybody's listened to the end of this episode, then um, thank you for still being here and listening to us. And um, thanks, Em, for uh, telling us about your pens because I think possibly that was the highlight for you me. You did ask, Gav. Yeah, Little dinosaurs, they're so cool. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Um, so thanks, everybody. We really appreciate all the questions. We hope we've answered them all. I enjoyed it. Really nice to hear what people... I know. know I can't believe the, the love we're getting with these questions. It's That's absolutely brilliant. Right. It's really good. So um, thank you to everybody. And we'll be back next week with another episode of... How to English. Teach and Learn with Gav. And Em. Thanks. See ya. See ya.